Hello. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, a little tired as usual, but you know, it is what it is. We're just always tired, aren't we? <laughs> I feel like every time you come in here, we're just like, oh, I'm tired. But <laughs> 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 it's fine. Um, how's your day been? Um, yeah, it's been alright, you know. it's It's gone very quickly. I feel like I've got loads of things to do this evening but we move we move positive vibes good things happen this week what can we do you know just keep moving keep, keep pushing moving. yep keep pushing um let's get straight into it uh, uh hi everyone welcome to the rated podcast this is the podcast where we speak about all things music and all things popular culture related and i am olivade and i'm carl cnn and today we're going to bring you a ranking of one of my, fa- not even one of my favorite, my favorite uh, artist of all time is uh, Rihanna. And we're going to give you a ranking of all her eight albums. Ooh. Since her ninth album should be, I don't know, it's in the works somewhere. I don't know when it's going to be due, but we're waiting with bated breath. <laughs> it's actually been like, it's, since 2016, like it's almost going to be like seven years now. Literally. And can also like, random but like her Super Bowl announcement we'd planned to record this episode like before she even announced her um Super Bowl perform well performance yeah so it's funny how like these things randomly happen like she's announced that and we decided to do this episode like a week or two before anyway so yeah it literally like works out funnily enough yeah the timing was very interesting yeah so if you guys didn't know we just told you, but she basically <laughs> announced that she was going to be um, headlining the Super Bowl, which is kind of a big thing because she had a whole thing where she wasn't going to do it mm. um, as like a stance against the NFL. But so they announced that she's going to be headlining the 2023 show, which is so exciting because I've always said that she's one person I would love to see headline it. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really excited. Um, but this episode, we're going to bring you a ranking of all her eight albums. Um, she came out in 2005 and she basically released an album every year since then up until 2012 where she had a little break and then like four year break and then she released um, her seventh album and her eighth, eighth album after that. So yeah, pretty much consistent throughout the years. We've kind of, this is why the fact that she hasn't had an album for so long is kind of mad for her because we did have an album every year. And so, like, it's weird not to have music from her in the charts and stuff. We didn't appreciate it when we had it as well. <laughs> no, we really didn't. <laughs> we really, I feel like we were there, like, saying, oh, every year, is it? And it's enough, Rihanna, it's enough rest, rest. Now she's resting, we're screaming and crying. <laughs> it's true, it's so true. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, do you want me, do you want me to kick off? Um, how would you like to do this, friend? I don't mind if you want to start. Either way. So what we're going to do is we're going to go from our lowest rated album. Mm. Uh, this, this is not going to, this is by all means not saying that. Well, sorry, let me put that in another word, in another word, another way. We're not saying that the least favorite album is like a bad album in any way. Which this is just like our personal favorites and our personal ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna kick off with album number eight on my list, mm-hmm. my least favorite Rihanna album, and that is a girl like me, <laughs> <laughs> which was released in 2006. That the follow up to her debut album, Music of the Sun. And the reason why I put this so low is because I just feel like I just don't think it's a very strong follow up to mm-hmm. Music of the Sun. We've said this before. Music of the Sun is quite a good debut that's kind of overlooked in mm-hmm. Rihanna's catalogue, I would say. Um, like even li- listening back, it's, a- it's actually quite a strong album. 
Um, and the fact that she released A Girl Like Me so soon after, I think it was something like eight months after. Yeah, literally like less than a year. Yeah, I just feel like she probably, I, I feel like I would have appreciated if she spent a bit more time, you know, like working on it as the follow-up to her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the reason why I didn't like this album is I feel like it's quite, kind of an album just to house the singles. Mm-hmm. As we know, she had her first number one from the album, which was SOS. Mm-hmm. And then Unfaithful was top three. It was mm-hmm. top three. And then she Rewrite didn't really chart that well, but it's still quite a cult classic, I would say. I agree. Because it was one of my favourite Rihanna songs. Um, and then apart from that, honestly, the album's pretty much all filler. There's no standout tracks, in my opinion. I mean, I do have some favourites. I like P.S. I'm Still Not Over You. And I, still, and I like Them Haters. But apart from that, I honestly couldn't say to you that it's like a strong body of work. Um. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Really. And I, I, apart from the singles that she did release, I don't think there could have been anything else that could have been a single. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in my opinion, this is pretty much her weakest body of work. And I agree with you 100%. Everything you said is literally what I agree with. And this is my number eight as well. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I think we're going to have a lot of um, clashes. I think we will clash until we get to the end with our number yeah. one. So we're going to have a bit of a difference, I think. But yeah, I agree with you. I feel like as a body of work, I didn't really get into it too much. But um, this, it, as you said, I think you phrased it perfectly. It housed the singles. So the singles were really good, in my opinion. Like SOS, Unfaithful, We Ride, Break It Off. Like We Ride, as you said, it didn't chart well, but like that's a big... If I hear that song, I'm I'm singing it. I'm going to play it all to the end, basically. So yeah. the singles... I, it's, yeah, it's just one of those like albums that just... I don't know. I, I, as you said, I didn't really listen to like... um. The, the full album like that but I think is this the one that has um there's some song with Jay Status on there called Crazy Little Thing Called Love yeah that's it that's that I used to like a little bit back then but besides that as you said like there's only the singles so I don't really go back to that song too tough I'm sorry that album too much so yeah I, and to say that it's like Rihanna on my one of my least favourites obviously as you said it's not an insult but like, in terms of the body of work, because Rihanna's albums are actually really good, generally speaking. Yeah. So, this is the quality just wasn't there as a whole project for me for this album. Yeah. So. Plus, it was quite it was quite full of ballads, and I don't think ballads are her strong suit, in my opinion. Like, I don't listen to Rihanna for a ballad. They're, they're, she has some good ones, mm. and we'll get to them soon. But for me, like, a whole album of ballads and then, like, singles, it's just, it's just not what I want in a Rihanna album, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's my, that's, yeah, definitely bottom of my list for me i agree man 100 percent. same for me number eight for me y'all do you want to say number seven i should go to number seven oh yeah so do like that then cool yeah let's do that i get yeah um my number seven is talk that talk um (laughs) um released in 2011 and um i found it difficult with this album because i like quite a few of the songs <laughs> like when I went back and I was I was like you know what I actually liked quite a few of the songs around that time as well and I was really sad that there was no um music video for the, the talk that talks um actual song with Jay-Z I'll never but, forgive her yeah I believe I remember that Jay-Z um was on a song featured on the song and Beyonce gave birth to Blue Ivy at that time when they were supposed to be recording the video so they kind of scrapped it um just because I remember someone ran saying something about um it being weird hearing Jay-Z rap along to certain lyrics whilst he's in the delivery room waiting for his babies to be born. So they just kind of said, let's forget about that single kind of thing. So I was just like, eh. Personally, like, it was one of the best songs on the album for me, personally speaking. But um, I feel like the fillers on that album were strong, though. The yeah. fillers were strong. We all want love. Drunk on love. Farewell. I said, yay. 
Besides that, I liked Rock Me Out. That Rock Me Out was a good song. And that kind of takes me back to what you just said about Rihanna and slow songs. Because I feel like the other songs were quite dreary and slow. But Rock Me Out was a bit more mid-tempo, upbeat. So I liked it a bit more. Um, I forgot to say my favourite tracks for the last... um, Oh, yeah. Go back. Go and say. Yeah. Go back. Sorry. My favourite tracks were the singles. (laughs) For a girl like me, basically. (laughs) What about you? Like, you mentioned... Actually, you mentioned... um, you said yours, I think. Yeah. P.S. I'm still not over you. Them yeah. hitters. I, I didn't mind kisses. Don't lie, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I, I don't think I would ever like just go back to it just randomly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's mainly the singles. To be fair. But yeah. Yeah. Same. Literally, I just said the singles because that was it for me. But yeah. So um, my favorite songs on Talk That Talk though um were Talk That Talk the song of course, um Birthday Cake the remix um Rock Me Out and Watch and Learn, definitely for me. What about you? So my number seven is, you know, I battled. So basically, I swapped my number seven and my number six like so many times because I just mm. couldn't decide. But eventually, I went with Unapologetic as my seventh. Oh, really? Um, because for me, I think what you said about the talk, talk, talk that talk is true for Unapologetic apologetic as well. Mm. What a filler to me, and it doesn't have like a clear direction because mm. basically she has the singles. Obviously, we know Diamonds, we know we know Stay, we know um, Pour It Up. Mm-hmm. But even looking at looking at those three songs, they're completely different songs. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they could be on different albums. Like, <laughs> and for me, Unapologetic didn't have a clear vision because it was like you would ha- you had like a song like Pour It Up, then you had a song like Right Now, which was going back to her Talk That Talk days with mm-hmm. the EGM sound, and then you had Diamonds, which is like a ballad. Then you have like a reggae song, No Love Allowed. It just it was just all over the place to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make sense. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Eddie, Eddie had like an R and B song with love song. Like it just honestly, it was just for me, it was just very mismatched. Mm. Um, what I would say that's good about the album is that it did kind of her voice definitely matured a lot, um, and her vocals were definitely really good in that album. And her kind of sound kind of did go down to the, the more like contemporary route as well. Yeah. Is, um, but for me, it is the, uh, one of the albums that I go back to the least. If I'm honest, like I would listen to Pour It Up. Diamonds, I don't really go back to, but if it's on the radio or something, I wouldn't like switch it. Mm. Um, my favorite songs though would be No Love Allowed, Love Song. I really love Love Song. I think that was like it's such an underrated song, mm-hmm. and I think it could have been a single as well. Um, I like Fresh Up the Runway, and I also like Numb. People don't really like Numb, but I really did like that song with Eminem. That was a tune, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but apart from that, honestly, like songs like Lost in Paradise and Love Without Tragedy. I liked Love About Tragedy, but I didn't like the, the, the second bit, Mother Mary bit. That's just interesting. Bit, just a bit dri- I liked it, but it was just like, I wish it was two separate songs. Because mm. I like, I think standalone, there'll be good songs, but like, I don't like that like half song kind of thing. Um, so split it, innit? I don't like it. I just, I just, just choose one. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said choose one song. <laughs> and then I did like Jump, but then again, it was that EDM sound. Mm. I liked the sample that she used. Yes. Again, it just seems like a random song, though. So, um, did you know that right now was released as a single in Australia? Yeah, I can like when I put the um the singles list, it was released as a single. So, like, it's one of those random singles they released like towards the end of the project, like our promotion run. It won't get a video, but it might get like a some radio play or something. I don't know yeah. what you do that, but hey, gotta sell the albums, eh? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's. I think that it does have some really, really good, strong songs. The singles yeah. are all strong. Um, actually, all the, pretty much all the songs that I just said are all strong. I just feel like 
she didn't really know what she wanted to do in like is as in the direction of the album and i kind mm. of that, that kind of puts me off off it a little bit um yeah and also she was kind of still experimenting with that edm sound and as we know we really didn't you know she could have left that in 2011 to be fair but yeah that's my number seven okay you said some valid points to be fair i can see what you mean um i said my number seven already so my number six is very controversial. <laughs> oh my god, what are you gonna say? You're gonna, gonna upset me now. <laughs> my number six is anti. God, I, I just knew you always come, come and choose violence. Everything <laughs> <laughs> violence has been selective. <laughs> I feel like unpopular opinion, but it's not one of my favorite Rihanna albums because you know, I love Rihanna, yeah, but I like it gives me like when artists try to be deep and conceptual and it comes across a bit forced. Like, I think, um, it's weird because obviously, so much recently, um released album or whatever and her second number one but like i don't know i, I just in my head i just didn't really receive you know i always, I always say i don't like don't like desperado and then like james joint woo makes my ears hurt um never ending i don't like i don't like higher i don't like close to you i literally don't like most of the album god <laughs> and i don't know why it's just those especially woo i told you yeah something about woo makes my skin physically crawl i'm not a huge fan of that song to be honest that's one of my is, least favorite songs in that is album. it travis scott that is wheeling on wailing on that song yeah it's him yeah okay because that noise is just nah i cannot listen to that song so, i think yeah. what most people appreciated about that album was the fact that rihanna's always been dragged in the past of not putting like personality into her albums and yeah. just, that it was a, she just basically made hits and just put them all in like a collection mm-hmm. so for people, Anti was kind of a step away from that, where it was kind of like a concept album, where she was kind of being raw and and like kind of not going down the the typical pop route that we're used to from her. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it such a good album for most people. Um, but I mean, it's fair enough. If you don't like most of the songs, then you can't really put it high on your list. So it makes yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the thing. The thing is that obviously I like the singles. I think were good. So I really like Consideration. Um, generally speaking, I always laugh. Um, about her Brit Awards performance when Scissor was like so, really far back. <laughs> she was so far back and some oh, little spotlight. It was like wow. But that's when you knew she wasn't she hadn't popped off yet. So it's whatever. That, that was true with um sorry, going back to Unapologetic. That mm. was true of Future as well, because he 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 was featured on her song Love Song, but he wasn't popping then. Yeah, not really. yeah, he was like just starting out really yeah. around that time. Because I remember he like he just did I don't know which what song came out first with Body Party or Love Song, but I remember he was dating Sierra at this point in time. So. Yeah. It was fairly new in the music industry. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, my favourite songs on Anti, Anti are Consideration, Kiss It Better, Same Old Mistakes, Love on the Brain. And even though like, I don't like most of the album, those are really four really good songs I genuinely listen to quite often, I think. But the whole body of work, eh, not for me, Sha. No. I mean, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. I still think that Kiss It Better deserved better, but it's fine. The video was very um, anticlimactic. So yeah, very- and it's such a good song as well. And uh, again, this whole double release thing kind of ruined it for me because she released it at the same time as Needed Me, but need- Needed Me popped off more. Yeah, I forgot about Needed Me, so I like that song too, of course. Yeah. But she put more effort in that video, so it makes sense. Yeah, then the other one got the left, <laughs> but the budget was left over. Said that whatever was left over, I used it to kiss a bear. <laughs> exactly, they just had that in one dark room, just rotating the camera around to it. I said, yeah, budget low. Gosh. <laughs> um, okay, so my number six is Talk That Talk. Uh, genuinely, I agree with everything you said about it, to be fair. It is quite an album full of filler. 
pretty much the same as the, a girl like me where it was just used to house the singles i believe mm -hmm. obviously because it was we found love which was a massive massive that's, one of the, that's our biggest hit actually mm -hmm. so we had that and that was when she was experimenting with um the edm sound again though this is the same problem that i had with unapologetic is that it has no clear direction because obviously you have we found love where where have you been the edm mm -hmm. sound and then you have a song like you the one which is random in that in that list mm -hmm. and then you have like talk that talk and then cockiness and then you have those ballads like uh we won't love drunken love um actually you know what, yeah you said you didn't like farewell but i actually like that song i was listening listen to it today um so yeah it just it just seemed like a random collection of songs and as and that's i think that's a pattern that i'm starting to see is that my least favorite rihanna albums is when it kind of just seems like there's just a bunch of songs just put together and that's what talk that talk kind of seems like to me. I think yeah. my favorites are the same as yours. <clears throat> I love watch and learn. I think that could have been yeah. a song, to be fair. Mm. Um, and I actually love that. one of my favorite Rih Rihanna songs is Cockiness. I really do love that. Yeah, song. that's a big tune as well. Mm -hmm. I will never forgive her, um, and I hope she hears this for making birthday cake so short. Oh, the, the, when the album first came out and it was like one minute and, and faded out, I said, "Yay!" Where's the one rest? of the best songs on the album? And you made it like less than a minute. And they did that intentionally, I, I read. So it was like, they actually recorded it for, they didn't actually have another part to release. And then when she remixed it with Chris Brown, that obviously completed the song. It was like, seriously, you recorded half of, you know, less than two minutes of one of the half best songs. a damn song. <laughs> that remix was my fave as well. I really I love that. I love the remix, yeah. That was good. Sweeter than a rice cake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I was going to say, did you ever listen to the deluxe version songs of Talk That Talk? Talk That Talk. What was on a deluxe? It know. was Red Lipstick, Do Your Thing and Fall In Love. Oh, I remember um, Red Lipstick all on the paper. So yeah. Like, yeah. I used to like that song. I remember. But <laughs> Do Your Thing is one of my favourite Rihanna songs. I love that song so much. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's definitely not one of my favourite Rihanna albums. And also, I, don't know, I just can't really listen to We Found Love anymore and Where Have You Been? They've just been yeah. overplayed so many times. One and thing yeah, about just... Where Have You Been, though, Rihanna was dancing down in that video. Oh, yeah, we have to give her her props for that because, you know, since up until that point, she didn't really do choreography um, mm, in her videos. So yeah. I really appreciated that she actually did that. Um, and she like, she performed that song everywhere live as well. She did. I remember she, was on, she did it on American Idol. And I was just, I remember because we were always like, Rihanna could actually dance like quite well when she actually makes the effort. And puts mm -hmm. it. Like when she did the If It's Loving That You Want video, it was quite a nice dance routine. Like, it's not too complicated, but it's, like, very... I have a very, I think, good dancing, so to speak. Not, like, obviously on the level of, like, Beyonce, Sierra, I don't know, Normani, whatever. But it's it was good. So, like, Imagine. when I saw the Where Have You Been and she was preparing for the video and stuff, and I was like, oh, Rihanna's actually really going to be busting a move. And she was. And I was like, she's just actually lazy. Like, she has the gift. She is. <laughs> lazy. She can, like... No, honestly, I agree with you. She can really dance. I think she's underrated as a dancer. I'm not saying that she's, like... Like you said, Best. she's on Sierra level or whatever. Yeah. But she can actually really like hold it, hold it down. So she can do well. Yeah, she should do a lot more choreography in the future. I really appreciate that. Me too. Um, um, that showed me what I needed to know from about her. So I was like, yeah. You know what? Also, I didn't really like about talk that talk was the fact that it came straight after Loud, and as we know, Loud is an amazing, amazing album. Mm -hmm. Um, and probably one of the best pop albums ever made, if I'm honest, from the 2010s. Mm, definitely. And then, it, like, to follow up with talk that talk it was kind of underwhelming in a way. Um, yeah, it seems like, I think, 
in my head, I'm thinking that Rihanna was doing what she could do to get out of her like main contract. So that I think so too, yeah. Because I think, and she generally, you know, she's a hard worker, so I believe that she recorded lots of songs for all of her albums, then would have stuff left over and just throw it onto the next album. Sometime. Yeah. And that's probably why, like, you get the mixture of different sounds because maybe she's had this song from like a year before from the pop album, and then she's maybe recording more R&B in this album and more dance, and it's just like just throw it all in one album. And what, but I do think though, I know you said you don't like it, but I kind of like the fact that. Rihanna's versatile, so I like the fact that she might release a ballad and then she'll release a, a mid-tempo. Then she'll release like a, a song with dancehall influence, and then that will go number one or something. You know what I mean? It's just like there's so many different sides. Yeah, that's true. And then she'll release a country song, and then she'll release a, a gospel song. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not gospel, but yeah, I kind of like that. But then at the same time, I get what you mean because then it's quite busy. If it's not done correctly, it can be very busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so I mean, like, yeah, standalone, the songs could be nice, but like. If you're just rating it as like a body of work, mm-hmm. you know, it just sometimes it seems a bit clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my favorite tracks from Talk That Talk were You the One, Cockiness, Watch and Learn, Talk That Talk, Do Your Thing. Mm. Good choice. Um, for once, actually, this is probably the only one where I would, would I would say that the singles weren't my favorites. Oh, interesting. Because obviously, We Found Love is just too overplayed. Mm-hmm. It sounds a bit dated now as well. Even where have you been? Sounds a bit dated. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, really go back to it. Yeah, I wouldn't really go back. You the one was such a good song. I really love that song, and I, and I was surprised that she chose it as a single. To be fair, um, and it's very underrated. Like you don't really, no one really speaks about it anymore. Yeah, I don't really. I think of that song, and I just think of two thousand and eleven, and yeah, it's very two thousand eleven. Yeah, literally, that's what comes to mind. But I don't really. I don't know if I even have it on my phone anymore. Maybe I do, but I don't hear it often. So, yeah, buddy. Um, so is this my number five? I believe. Yeah, yeah. Number five. So my number five. Also, I wanted to say I thought so interesting because I thought you like would have liked um, unapologetic more than talk that talk. Yeah, I thought so too. To be fair, but when I was actually really thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, I don't listen to half of the album of unapologetic, and obviously, um, you know what? To, to be actually, if I'm completely honest, I think unapologetic and talk that talk could be in the same spot for me. Like joint in it, yeah. I think it could be joint because. I, I listen to them, like, I don't listen to them that much at all, to be fair. Mm. Um, I rarely go back. Whereas, like, my top three or top four albums, I actually do go back mm. and listen. So, yeah, I think that's what kind of influenced my decision on that one. Um, and also, when I was talking, listening to my favourite songs of each album, it just had a bit more on Talk That Talk, so obviously that means I'm, I like it a bit more. Yeah, that makes sense, to be fair. Yeah, I follow you. I think I, the issue I had with those two albums is that, because there was a, a year between them, I often, I always say to you, I always get confused which one came out which time. So I always forget yeah. it was um, Unapologetic, the one with Diamonds, and you're like, yeah, it was, and I was like, okay, cool, because I'm trying to like conceptualise in my head where I was in that time space. But because of that's the thing about releasing so closely together, that sometimes stuff can just blur into one. So, yeah. But um, speaking of Unapologetic, my fifth album, um, fifth fave, I guess, is actually Unapologetic. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. And I don't, like, funnily enough, like, I was thinking I like Talk That Talk, but then I, when, I, when I thought about Unapologetic, I did actually really like quite a few of the songs, like, generally speaking. And, um, yeah, I feel like it was a bit more, I know you said it was, like, I think it was a bit more cohesive than... Um, then talk that talk, but then I say, mm. at the same time, I don't. I think I was less fillers on this album in my in comparison. I think that's what sold it to me a bit more. I feel like I connected with this a bit more than talk that talk. There was less fillers, and I liked the samples. I liked the collaborations, and I enjoyed the, the variety of sounds that she gave. Like I, 
I remember I think I downloaded it illegally, God help me. Um back then. <laughs> so then the version I had like was different. So I had like an um some next version of right now that was like before they did got David Guetta to make it sound extra funky and it was actually really cool. Like I liked it. But um yeah, I liked it. I liked the album generally speaking, and my favourite songs were I liked Jump, obviously it interpolates um Pony by Genuine, Nobody's Business, and Chris with Chris Brown. It which interpolates the way you make me feel with Michael Jackson, which I thought was a really cool way to make a whole song out of something that someone says at the end of a song. Um Love Song, I remember my friend Ishmael had that song had a hold on him. A crippling hold in 2013. <laughs> Why did me, me, him, and um, I think we were at John's place at uni, and we had like watched the film, and then John was sleeping, and I was like sleeping, and I woke up, and Ishmael was like listening to Love Song at like three a.m. in the morning. I was just looking at him like, "Are you alright? Like, <laughs> Who broke your heart? You're crying at this time of the morning. Can you please, my friend?" It was so funny, but um, Love Song, pour it up. I liked right now as well. Probably not like. An unpopular, I, I guess, song maybe from the album. I liked Numb. I also liked you. Funny that you said you love Love About Tragedy. <laughs> I liked Mother Mary on the Love About Tragedy in like mix. So I actually liked the latter half um, of the song. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I thought it was a nice album. I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoyed. It. I feel like Diamonds, then Interstay as like singles kind of flowed really well. Oh my god, you get out of my head because I was literally just about to mention the single choice. Like the singles on that album were really good. Yeah, it made sense to me. I feel like Diamonds Interstay like flowed really well because that was the direction that she was in, like, you know, that ballady kind of singing. Like, really improved vocals and like deliver- showing that she can really actually sing. So I like that. And then Pour Up was like, you know, fun turn up. And then we had Right Now, which was like, you know, funky EDM kind of sounding. What Now was a bit more laid back kind of ballady and then random the random single jump um which was released at the end of the promo tour i guess and we saw her live um from this album run as well yeah i'm not gonna lie when she performed jump live it was really good it like i it was so good i remember there was fire like it was so good i was so surprised because i think like what when you sometimes consume certain media, you hear certain things about artists and you think, oh, like, you know, it kind of shakes my opinion sometimes. I can't lie. Like, if someone says something about somebody, I might start thinking it too because I'm like, hmm, maybe that's true. Yeah, People always say Rihanna can't that. sing and say that's this and that and she's not a good performer. And then, so I went into the concert. We saw him in Wembley in 2013. And um, I, I didn't have any expectations. I was just like, you know what? It's going to be fun. It was like a birthday treat for you, I think, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> and then... um. It was good. Like the vocals were like crisp. Everything sounded good. She was dancing. The um aesthetics were good. Like the sound the sound effects and the stage effects and the lighting. And I was just like I walked away like, wow, that was actually a really good concert. Like for a first time Rihanna show, I think I saw a really good one. So Yeah. I would say that we have to commend Talk That Talk and and, uh, and Unapologetic mm-hmm. for housing two of her like most major singles which is diamonds mm-hmm. and we found love, we found love um, and i remember she was asked she was asked what songs are you most proud of and she said diamonds and needed me yeah i was surprised that she said needed me but um yeah oh yeah i was surprised as well but yeah but diamonds um, yeah that's like such a good song even now like although it's, it's overplayed as well like all the other songs like her, her lead singles are always going to be overplayed in our heads because we've heard them so much and we played them so much ourselves but at the time that song was powerful but like, even now like thinking about it diamonds is such a good song like mm-hmm. it still holds up as well it's not it's not it doesn't sound dated at all it actually doesn't you know that's a good point i think it's it sounds very it could have been released in 2020 yeah like it's definitely one of her strongest strongest songs i believe 
I agree. And I'm just, again, like, vocal performance was actually really good. I really appreciate yeah. the fact that she sounded really nice on the song. So, well done to Rihanna. <laughs> well done, Ray Ray. Um, also, unapologetic, sorry. I remember I bought, like, the the whole um, the album. She she did something where she released the album and it came with, like, a hat and a poster. <laughs> and, like, so I bought the whole thing, like, in a box. Like, it literally <laughs> got the whole set. <laughs> My Reddit, Rihanna stand days. I still stand mm-hmm. up, but, like, back then I was obsessed, as you know. Guys, just <laughs> Oliver used to like dye his hair the same time Rihanna would dye her hair. He would dye his hair the same color. So when she was red for loud, his hair was red as well. When he she was blonde again the next year for um talk that talk and unapologetic, he was blonde as well. So he followed her trend, boy. <laughs> a true style, a true style. <laughs> um, to my number five. Is actually music of the sun. Ooh. I honestly, I said this just, I just said this before, but this album is actually very, very underrated. I think in her catalogue, mm. um, as far as debuts go, no one really mentions mentions it. I just think it's a really strong body of work. It really, and at the time, it was really different because you didn't really have anyone from the islands like on the charts like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was it was very innovative how she kind of mixed like, pop songs with her, like, uh, with, like, the island influence. And I think that's a, what a lot of people miss from her these days as well. I like, agree. Because Ponder Replay is actually such a strong, strong, strong debut single. Um, and I know she said many times that she really hates that song. She's When she first recorded it, she said that it kind of sounds like a nursery rhyme and she didn't really, she wasn't really happy with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the, it goes one by one, even two by two, but definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that she didn't like it because she she plays that song absolute dust. Like she hasn't performed it since probably two thousand and six. Yeah, so, <laughs> I remember one time I can't remember what tour it was, but she like put it as like an interlude. <laughs> yeah, like interpolated in her into the um, performance, isn't it? So I think it's a shame that she doesn't really like perform it. I would love to see her come out like on her next tour and, and tour and perform it. That would be such an amazing like throwback. I think so too. It's like weird though because I feel like when. Um, singers and rappers and stuff when they like come out usually their first single is something that they always will sing like Beyonce is always going to sing Crazy in Love at some point yeah you know I mean? even if it's not all the songs she will sing it Sierra you know Sierra will sing goodies till she's 85 like so <laughs> she's going to be playing goodies till she's got a, a, a walking stick or Zimmer frame so yeah like I'm surprised but obviously as you said she hated it and it was a big hit as well but I guess you can't help what you dislike musically so now that she has so many other songs I think nobody really notices well we notice but maybe people don't really realize hey she plays her first album complete dust like all the time she really really does which is a shame because she has some good songs in it so my favorite songs are musical the sun the actual song mm. I love that song so much Ponder Replay if it's something that you want so the singles basically mm. I love that la 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 that song has a, had a hold on me like last la, 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 la. um <laughs> And you know how much I love There's a Fug in My Life. Woo! Like, that is such a good song. Ever since I saw that video of her singing, like, in the dance studio. Yeah. She's singing a cappella. Um, and I was just like, wait, is that Rihanna? <laughs> like, she, like her, her vocals were popping. Obviously, back then, she was, like, 17 or whatever. Yeah. 17. Um, but it, the Agapella version actually sounds so much better than the actual actual version. Cause... It was really crisp. I know the exact video I was talking about as well. It's yeah. Very crisp dance studio. I remember as well. Sounded very good. Like sounded equally as good, if not better, than the actual yeah. recorded version. Yeah. Because I'm gonna say one of my only criticisms of Music of the Sun was that the production was very loud. <laughs> as in, like, 
the production is always louder than her actual vocals yeah on some songs and there's a fucking in my life that that's true on that song like the, yeah, that song is loud very, very loud oh <laughs> um, my gosh so i don't know what's going on there it kind of ruined it for me so that's why i like the acapella version yeah um but it's still such a good song also i love let me and i think let me should have been a single honestly that that one was just full of good songs i'm not gonna lie yeah so my number four is actually music of the sun so that kind of really ties in really well to your number five so (laughs) i also you know i love the album i always say that it's like one of the first albums i ever listened to like um, completely when i was like younger when we're like in secondary school year seven um and yeah, like, I, I really like Island Rihanna. It, but it, the theme of the album, I think it meshes well because all the songs are somewhat like Caribbean influenced. So it meshes, all, all the songs mesh well together to some degree. Um, to Not some degree, they mesh well together, period. Um, and yeah, as you said, it gets paid dust and it's unfortunate. But like, it's actually a really good like debut album if you think about it as a body of work. It's actually a really good cohesive project. And I think... I don't know, like, in terms of what you said about the noise as well, when my sister used to have There's a Fog in My Life as her ringtone, and when I told you this thing was loud, <laughs> I, used to, like, be, like, I could hear her phone, yeah, and when I lived in Grove Park, our house was big, so we had, like, two, three floors, it was, like, ground floor, first floor, second floor. I could hear her phone ringing from, like, the ground floor. I would be like, how many of your phones ringing? Yeah. That's how produced... loud that song is. This song is loud, you're right. Whoever produced that album, honestly, they turned the production all the way, all up, the way up. And they turned her vocals all the way all down. Way down. <laughs> and obviously because I think she was just starting out, so she obviously probably first time recording in a studio, probably like just a bit more soft with the vocals than like maybe now or whatever. And then whoever's engineering it is just like not realising to just reduce it a little bit, you know? Cause, yeah. Yeah, but good album. Honestly, great album. My favourite songs, you know, the last time, has a song last time come on ever mm. gonna hit these words do you know that was one of the first songs that she sang for jay-z is it yeah oh wow she that's Ponder- a difficult song to sing i think ponder replay was obviously the first that she recorded yeah. but like when they were like first meeting up and stuff that was like one of the first ones oh nice yeah did she also sing hero for him we're not doing that <laughs> We are not. <laughs> Sorry. We are not. Do you remember in school, I used to get so. <laughs> Sorry. I would be ready to fight oh, anyone who used to bring that up. Oh, anyway, it was oh, a bad God. day, okay? I just thought about that now. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. My eyes. <laughs> we are not doing that. This okay. is a Rihanna appreciation. It's true. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. <clears throat> my favorite song from the last time Music of the Sun. The song is a really nice song. Um, similarly to you, there's a fuck in my life. And if it's something that you want. And I love Pond the Replay back then, obviously. Like it was played on. Back in 2005, yeah, I just remember like I was changed from different music channels because that was my thing, just watching music channels back in that that, that time. And I would jump, it would be Sierra O back to Mariah Carey, yeah, then time. it would be one Usher song, then it would be Pond Replay on every single channel at one time, one of those songs. Pretty Ricky. I was just like, bruh. I loved it. Yeah. Like, 2005 was such a great year for music, generally speaking. It was. And Pondy Replay, like, honestly, to me, it does not get old. It's not, it's not, it's actually timeless because I'll go back to listen to it like any time and I still like groove to it so yeah the one thing i would wish that she did instead of releasing a girl like me i wish she kind of like spent more time on music of the sun yeah like pushed a couple more singles out yeah because you only released two obviously yeah. if it's something that you want didn't really chart as well as ponder replay yeah um, which i don't understand why because if it's something that you want it's such a good song that's the thing um but yeah there could have been so much more singles like let me and even like a ballad like the last time that would have been good as well i agree uh, 
so yeah, I wish she spent a bit more time, but obviously she was still starting out and they wanted to find her sound and stuff. And you can tell with a girl like me, they were trying to push her more that towards the pop route. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I appreciate about this album is that she kind of stuck to her roots a little bit. Um, literally stuck to her roots. Yeah, literally. I wonder if she actually, well, she probably doesn't listen to it. We'll go back to listen to it. But if she does, she must feel like cringe because her voice has actually changed a lot. It has. It's gotten deeper. as we yeah. Women's voices break too at some point in time. They get deeper. It's like weird puberty for females, which I did. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, I, I didn't really. They don't really teach you that. Oh yeah, as a girl, your voice is gonna get deeper when you're older. No, but, but especially with singers, you can really, really notice it. Yeah, you can definitely. Um. Okay, so you've done your number four, so I'm gonna go to my number four, and yep. that is Auntie. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really, really like this album. I just love how okay. mature it is, and I just love it love it for the fact that this is where people actually started to appreciate Rihanna as a vocalist um mm. which they didn't really do as before and like before like I said people kind of just regard Rihanna, uh, Rihanna as like a singles artist where she just released hit singles obviously she has like 15 number ones 14 number ones mm-hmm. um so she was just like disregarded as like a singles artist and didn't she's never really been like known as for her albums but I feel like this is the first one where she was really like I don't know just really seen as an album's artist and this was her first number one. Second, second. Second number one. Yeah, Unapologetic was her first number one album. Oh yeah, and it's, yeah, okay, this was her. Yeah. This was her second number one, which is crazy that since that, since she's had eight. Um but yeah, I really like this album. I just like I love the mature sound. I see, I get what you mean because I don't even like never ending or closer. Or closer <laughs> um but apart from that I actually really do like the song. I love I love Yeah I said it. Yeah that's um, it. Sex with me, pose. Hi- I actually love higher. Like I just love the rasp. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Mm. Um, you gotta be ready for it though. Like in your in your headphones, you gotta be ready. <laughs> 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 Turn your volume. Don't put, don't put it to max. That's what I tell you. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> um, and anyone who knows me in back in 2016 when I was up in the clubs. When as soon as I heard that din, din from work, uh, I'll be running to the dance floor, running, <laughs> and even so much. I love that song so much that even like I'll be at the bar ordering a drink, um, and then people would come and come and get me <laughs> when they heard the song. <laughs> They're like your song, come on. That the was drink. my song. It still is my song. That's my hype track. Like if I'm getting ready to go out, like I put that song on all the time. I know a lot of people don't really like it because it's they they said that it sounds really like whiny or whatever but i honestly loved that song yeah, that was a good song good first single i just like laugh at the fact that whenever i saw someone play a clip of her singing them when she put it at the bit it was i was like rihanna can you <laughs> rihanna please <laughs> rihanna please because <laughs> <laughs> how can you struggle to get that one day out i was just like rihanna really just don't do it i mean i think it's quite difficult because it's like a even I can't like get the yeah, right it is difficult. melody, but like just don't do it then. You know what though? I've always said this, and this is why I stand Rihanna. Like she always sings live, so you know that's true. We have you to recommend her for that. That's she really true. does like, and that's why she struggled. Because <laughs> <laughs> if she lip sang, we would have not noticed. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's a good point. We actually do have to commend her for that though, because like, she honestly does. I don't. She probably lip syncs a, a little bit. Um. But most of the time, honestly, I think she sings live. So, yeah, just commend her for that. That's true. You know what? I never really thought about that. 
and like here Slate in her vocals, but you've got to really do appreciate the fact that she sings live. And maybe as you said, she might have a backing track here and there, but like you can tell that she does sing live because I guess no one's perfect as well. Like I'm, I can't imagine like unless you're Beyonce, I guess. But besides Beyonce, no one's perfect. So like you can't sound hundred percent every single moment. And she will be moving a lot of the time as well. And it's not easy to dance and sing unless you're Beyonce. Exactly. So yeah. I agree with you, hundred percent. So. Yeah, and like you said before, this album has some really good, strong songs like "Kiss It Better." Consideration is such a good song. Yeah, it is um, a good song. I like the way it's written as well. Scissor yeah. is a great writer. Really good. And also, I know it's a cover, but "Same on Mistakes" is such a good song. That's a tune. Like, and this is such a weird cover for her to do because, and actually, it's not weird because we know that Rihanna kind of she loves experimenting with music. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I think that she like in her personal like music musical taste i think she actually has like a broad range of like um genres and it's not the first time that she's kind of delved into like the the rocky indie side um as we see from like um sharp and drive breaking dishes and songs like that so and i think it really suits her like we said this before i can't remember what episode what we were saying that because obviously it was rumored that she's going to do a reggae album next but we were saying that it could be nice for her to go into the to go down the rock route yeah for her next well not not full rock but like it'd be nice for her to like delve into that a little bit more as like a whole album because yeah. i think it really suits her i think it did too i really did enjoy the fact that she like literally um as you said like she went into that phase when at a certain point of her career like every so there were a couple songs on each album that maybe were like rock influence like and it it, it, it sounds like it shouldn't work for her but for some reason i it feel does. like she can sing any genre of music so that's why i don't mind the fact that she some of the albums jumped a bit to like different genres because I feel like yeah. well, other people for example when Sierra does stuff like that everyone who doesn't they don't like that they want her to do like one particular sound or like yeah. and be go back to like your old music and they always see in the comments oh if it's not the old stuff we don't want to hear it so but that goes back to what you said about Rihanna being versatile because she can really just put her like flair on any any genre I believe literally and it will work and it just works mm-hmm. um, but we can't talk about Antia and not talk about her her like incredible, credible vocals on Love and the Brain. Yes, I forgot we even mentioned that. Yeah, I liked the live performances. Oh, uh, the billboard at uh, the billboard when she was wearing that green furry thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know it was a jacket or what it was. I don't even know. <laughs> I know you're talking about. Um, yeah. But honestly, like that was what that's one of her best best uh, vocal performances, I believe. I agree. Yeah, I still still that song went to number five and it still didn't get a video. I know. The thing is, I think that she should have done one of these live like videos where you um record the live performance of it or something and then have that as a video, if that's not what they did already. But yeah. Because yeah, that was like a standout on the album. Yeah, it was, definitely. So, but maybe the, well, I think all the budget went to Needed Me. Um, they really did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you saw that Kiss It Better and Love of the Brain suffered as, as a result. <laughs> you know, it's probably good because you probably would have got some terrible video for Love on the Brain. It would have been <laughs> in the room somewhere. Yeah. Um, to be fair though, like you said, I think she around this time she kind of dipped out of the music. Mm. I think she, her heart wasn't really in it anymore. I just wanted to venture into her makeup and stuff, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, it's true because I think during this like the roll up to this album was when we had those random songs like "Bitch, but I have my money." Yeah, like, four or five seconds. So that obviously she was trying different things, and they were figuring out what they're going to do with the album. But then. You had the thing, bitch, but I had my money, which was about what her bankruptcy and stuff. So then, obviously, she had money troubles, and you'd never look at Rihanna and think, "Oh, like you know, having money issues or an accountant stealing your money or whatever the situation was." So yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that that kind of tainted her um, maybe views on music at that time. And then, obviously, she started looking into fashion and makeup and everything else around that time as well. Yeah, I think that's where her heart was. To be fair, yeah. 
I agree, bro. I agree 100%. Okay, this is where this, this is going to get juicy. Oh, we're going to number three now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So oh. This is top three, girls. Top three. <laughs> mm, man. Um, so my top, my third um, ranking Rihanna album is um, Good Girl Gone Bad. Uh, but, but that's mine too, so we might as well just talk about it together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to clash. I think number one is going to be difficult for us, one and two. We're going to probably have alternates, maybe. You know, Let's see, though. Can I just Oof. say, though, we've yeah. had this kind of discussion many, many times, and our top three always switches and changes. Like, we it can does. never decide. Like, these top three, it just always switch, like always swaps with each other and whatever. So, like, yeah, it's hard to just choose. But, yeah, number three. You go number ahead. Number three. Go, yeah, go. so um, I, it was obviously her breakout album, and obviously her superstardom, I think, started from this... Um, album, I would say, because um, Umbrella right, broken, broke open doors for her. I know she already had a number one single with SOS, but at the same time, I don't feel like it was like, it wasn't really monumental. Like, no one would be like, oh yeah, like SOS is one of Rihanna's like, standout songs. So the Umbrella obviously came and kicked that down that door and smacked us in our faces. Um, and I just genuinely think that this was when she experimented, she cut her hair, um, the sound was different, she experimented with different the R&B, there was pop, there was rock, there was a lot of different... Um, elements to this album i don't really think it was that caribbean influenced i would say no it's more poppy to be it was definitely more pop yeah but it worked and this is when we realized that rihanna can actually do like pop music rock music very very well um <clears throat> my favorite songs are i'm gonna combine because obviously she had a re-release so good girl gone bad reloaded um it's one album anyway just added a couple extra songs but my favorite songs are don't stop the music breaking dishes sharp and drive sell me candy rehab disturbia um yeah, they're actually like mostly rocky, poppy songs as well. So, <clears throat> this is the album where I believe that Rihanna became Rihanna, and she actually like, like she literally just was herself, and that was then from this point forward is when she became like her own like brand. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that's that's why I really appreciate the album. And honestly, like it's just an f- album full of bops, like pop, pop, pop. on pop bops, like um, I my favorites were you know what? So even though Umbrella's definitely overplayed but i still think it's such a good song mm-hmm. um sharp and drive i actually like push up on me as well mm. um, and on, one of my favorite songs on the album is say it and i and i don't think you've listened to it i uh, say it yeah you uh, i only heard it like maybe recently because you, you told me you yeah told i told you to listen to it because yeah. honestly that song uh, it had me on the show called um and honestly i think the re-release was so good i actually liked every single song on the re-release i even liked if i never see your face again with maroon five mm-hmm. yeah uh, that was a tune yeah and then, honestly, the singles, I think the single choices were spot on. They were really good. I think it worked out really, really well. Like, she just... I don't know if it's her, but, you know, I think it is her, actually. I think she's got a good ear for music, generally speaking. And so whatever, like, her or the label we decide to release ends up working in her favour because the quality is, is there. So... Yeah, and she really... This is, like, one of the only albums that she really, really pushed because she released, like, eight singles. And they all, like, got videos. Literally, and they all tried really well. Like, literally, I think every single song was in at least the top 20. Mm-hmm. And from this album alone, she got three number ones. Yeah, Take About, Umbrella, and Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah, and Don't Stop Music was, like, number... I can't remember what number. It was, like, top five, top, definitely. Top five, yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't get a choreography because she broke her leg or her ankle or something. <laughs> Guys, me and Carl, like, we <laughs> to this day, <laughs> we, we're mad about this. Yeah, I've not forgotten, please. <laughs> to this day. So basically, like, when she was, before she was filming the video for Don't Stop the Music, she was planning to do, like, a video with choreography and, like, a whole, like, dance routine and stuff. But she broke her leg. So this is why she's, like, just in a club sitting down on the chair. 
clapping her hands. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't forgiven her for this. Twice timing. Goodness. Gosh, honestly though, this is such such a good album and even though it do- it can sound dated at some points, but I still don't mind going back to listen to it sometimes when I'm in the mood. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like the deep album cuts, I still obviously will listen to. I still got all the like most of the songs on my phone anyway. But like, I will listen to Breaking Dishes, um, Let Me Get That, Rehab, Sell Me Candy, like very frequently. In you fact, used to love Sell Me Candy. I still love that song. That <laughs> song has never gotten old to me. <laughs> I will play. That is one of my favorite songs by Rihanna. Definitely Sell Me Candy. I don't even know why I like it so much, but. Timbaland produced it, so maybe there's something to do with that. And the dream's a good writer, so yeah, I learned it, man. Yeah, this and is you know what? Also I love about yeah, Breakdown. what I love about this album, I just love. I, I just feel like the album title was just so perfect. Yeah, it was very fitting for her. Um, and obviously, as we see, as we see um, in her next album, mm. uh, that and actually after she released, well, obviously that album, but then she released Disturbed, and that kind of just like that was like the the prelude to her like dark days yeah. <laughs> but yeah I mean, honestly i really do appreciate this album now this is probably this is a, one of her last this is a this is her last album that she did a re-release for yeah i don't think she did any other re-releases no i was just got because i mean this is when we got an album like almost every single year in fact we did for like three four years so from 2008 or the re-release from 2007 we got an album every year pretty much 2008 re-release 2009 radar etc et yeah Till about 2012, and then we had a little break. Yeah. Yep. Iconic. Yep. Um, so now we're on top two. Because our top three was the same. And should I do it? Um, okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you holding your breath? <laughs> I, don't, I'm just like, I don't know what she's going to say. Just do it. Take off the band. I'm actually nervous. Okay. <laughs> so my number two is Loud. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So I just want to pre prelude this by saying I genuinely believe that Loud is one of the best pop albums made of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, from start to finish, honestly, this is no skips. No skips. Like it's mm-hmm. such a perfect and, and you know I like a 10 track album and that's what it was. There was no deluxe or anything, just 10 tracks, 10 solid, solid tracks of just like Poor, pure, pure, pure pop music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, like the vocals, just like the whole vibe of the album, it just makes you so happy. As soon as you hear S&M and then, I remember when, it, um, what's my, when I was listening to What's My Name back in the days, mm-hmm. it used to be on, in my headphones on the street. I'd just be like walking with a skip in my step. You thought that you were her in the video. <laughs> 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 well, well, I was her with my, with my wed, 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 red wig. <laughs> <laughs> honestly though this album is just such such a good album um and i remember i can't remember who said maybe it was la reed he said that he wanted the album with no skips and i think they really 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 did like nail they achieved it. that like they really achieved that so well like i agree 100 mm. percent. Mm. um also i love the the whole rollout with her like the whole like red hair phase, mm-hmm. like everything, even like all the videos, like she just kind of went with this red theme. This is my probably my favorite Rihanna album cover. Yeah, uh, that's a beautiful album cover. Also, so I mean, just comment the videos were very um 
I feel like they were quite colourful. Like the, I don't know how to describe it, but the they video were. Was bright in comparison to um the mm-hmm. prior music, the album before. So like it's like a complete 360. And this is when we started realizing whenever she had a new album, she would do a different hairstyle. Yeah. Like, but this yeah. one was like the most iconic, like the most prominent. Um, because everyone started to copy her and stuff. And also I feel like she she said, I can't remember she, it was an interview, but basically before this album, she like did a lot of vocal training. Yeah, um, I think so to the lead up to Early Girl in the World because she wanted yeah. to like, really like nail it and she really did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, the, the, the album name Loud is very, very fitting, very apt because like you said, the videos were colourful, the songs were like upbeat and happy and it was just, it was just it's just such, such a good album. It was a good like rollout for her and, and generally because I feel like she was an expert to like twice that year. Yeah. The single choices were good. Single choices were good. Music videos were nice. This, uh, the whole album, generally, as you said, there's no skits. Not one of those songs on the album is bad. Like, literally, every single song was good. And funnily enough, my <laughs> I was battling with this. Yeah. My number two actually, like, changed, like, this morning. Because <laughs> I had <laughs> I had rated R as number two. And I was like, you know what? No. Because I was, li- I was driving somewhere the other day, like, this week. <clears throat> and um, I was listening to, like, Rockstar 101, and I still know all the words. And then, like... Yeah. Um, photographs played and I still know all the words and then I was and you know I love Fireball and G4L already so like I just thought you know what as much as I love Loud and that it was a perfect album generally speaking I had just something about Rated R for me but anyway Loud sorry yeah my number two as well and this is where I feel like she did different genres really really well that it was a difference every song was somewhat different I would say like you had reggae, you had um, you had pop, you had R and B, you had like sultry R and B, you had a bit of reggae influence, you had um, country even, um, so like every and you had a bit of a, a rap feature from Nicki Minaj as well. I don't know what genre Rain Man is R and B maybe I guess. Yeah, I guess the R and B poppy kind of thing. R and B poppy, yeah. yeah. But like this, as you said, the rollout was perfect. I just remember like just thinking this was such a good time for Rihanna, like after her previous album, because I think <clears throat> fourth albums tend to have a um. A sort of slump sometimes. I've noticed yeah. it. Like, Beyonce's four was a similar thing as well. Sierra's basic instinct, the basic instinct as well. Nicki Minaj's queen. So a lot of the females have a fourth album slump kind of thing going. I've noticed. So it's actually a thing. But yeah, um, I remember at this time as well. What's my name was my ringtone. No, my um alarm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry guys. What well, some what's my name was my alarm ringtone, and it was really loud on my phone for some reason. I had a BlackBerry then. So, like, whenever I used to, like, hear it, my heart would just be beating, like, very fast because, obviously, I've been jumped out of my sleep. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> like, so now when I listen to it, it makes me, like, anxious because I remember, like, I've associated that song with anxiety of waking up for college. So now I listen to it, I get a bit scared and I'm just like, let me skip it because it reminds me of that time. But, yeah, perfect album, no skips. Like, favourite songs, What's My Name, California King Bird. Man Down is my... That's my karaoke, so I know... All the words to this such song. A song, such a good and the 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 bit when she's like almost in speaking patois, almost kind of that is my my bits. I know that word for word. I'll be out of breath by the time I finished singing it. But yeah, complicated as well. I really liked and skin. What about you? Favorite songs? So I know you because obviously it was your alarm. So you don't you you can't. It's got bad memories for you. But what's my name? Honestly, is a song that I can always go back to. I love that song so much. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Um. The only song that I don't really go back to is Only Girl in the World, just because I feel like it is a tiny bit dated. But mm-hmm. that, honestly, I honestly, like we said, no skip, like, that whole album, I think if I'm going to go listen to Loud, I would listen to the whole album. Yeah. Because you, you honestly, you just you can just put it on and there'll be no song that comes on and you'd be like, oh, let me just skip that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, my favorites would definitely be what's my name, Man Down. Skin is such a good song. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I just can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, I actually love love the word like part two. Like that song just gets me in my feels. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You know what made me really like that song as well? Like, again, X Factor that year was like really prominent to me for some reason because I feel like Rihanna was there twice and then Cher Lloyd sang Love the Way You Lie Part Two one time and I really enjoyed the way she sang it and it made me like go back and like the song even more. So, and I like yeah. the fact at that time as well that they were like singing songs that were like fairly new on X Factor because like usually it's like old songs they old sing. Song, yeah. that, that was current because it was that year that song came out. So, yeah. You know, I also love Cheers to the Freak. Here we go. Yes. To that. Honestly, that was such a good album. Shout out to um, what's I say, Money. Money Long again, as she wrote um, California King Bed, which I really enjoyed the vocal performance of by Rihanna. So well done to him. Also, shout out to Esther Dean. Oh, yes, of course. Ms. Esther, who is Rihanna, one of her mm-hmm. um, collaborators that has written loads of her songs. Yep, yep. Great songwriter. Um, I'm, I was actually the same as you. I've always battled between Loud and Rated R as my number two. Mm-hmm. They always switch for me. But me ultimately, I honestly can't... There's no way I can say that I had any other album could be number one apart from Rated R. Like, Rated R, I think for me as well, <clears throat> I have, like, fond memories of this album because, like, I remember I, I got my first, like, iPod Touch when it came out. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the first albums I put on there. What colour was yours again? I had iPod Touch, so it was the black. It was black. Oh, okay. Was that the bigger one? That was just like the first. It was like touch. Yours was like the Nano, wasn't it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so basically, obviously, this album kind of is dark because of, we all know why. And but honestly, this whole dark theme and like kind of like kind of like angry vibe really suited her at this mm. moment and honestly I just love the whole like the looks like you know she, she was wearing like those like big shoulder pads like she, that's when she cut her hair and she had like quiffs and like <laughs> you could just tell that she was really like going through it with her look and her yeah. sound and honestly I would say I said that loud is no skips but I honestly think that Rachel Dawes no skips as well I pretty much like every single song um and I feel like there's such underrated songs on there. Like, even Russian Roulette, which was the first single from Rated R, that's such an underrated song. And she kind of plays that dust now as well. Yeah, but, I agree. <clears throat> I guess I understand why she plays it dust, because it's probably, it's probably quite hard for her to sing, I guess. Um, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Because it was, like, very for its time, because obviously that, what she went through and stuff. And it was quite, it was a good lead single to leave with because it was dark and, and ominous. And I really liked the video, by the way. Um... And yeah, this yeah. So this album didn't really sell as much as her other albums, but I think that's kind of what makes it special in a way. Yeah, uh, it's like but, that. Yeah, it did well, but not not that well in comparison. I think so. I can see what you mean, to be honest. Yeah, and the singles, like yeah, so they didn't really do as well. Obviously, she had a number one of Rude Boy, um, which was kind of random for that album, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's like song. rock, rock, dark, dark random upbeat reggae song <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah what i like about this album i think i just love the whole overall vibe and yeah. i just i love her vocals like there's something i know compared to her other albums there's something about her vocals on this album that, that it's kind of like i don't have to explain it where they're, they're quite like 
like raspy. Yeah, that's like smoky, isn't it? And smoky, yeah. Yeah. I do, feel... what I mean? do, do, do I get do you get what I mean? I feel you hundred percent. I think this is about when her her voice changed because I think on Good Girl Gone Bad it was her voice was still she was still quite umbrella, aya, aya. It's yeah. like shrill. Then this album was very like take a breath, like very deep and very Yeah. Yeah, exactly, the vocals exactly changed. Right. I don't know if she started smoking or whatever happened, but something changed. It sounded nice though, so yeah. Um I just love like the overall like swag of the songs as well. Like songs like G4L. Ooh, um, like you said, Rockstar 101. I could sing every word to that song. I, love I didn't it. realize I still knew all the words. Like I was like, it was playing literally like maybe on Monday when I was driving to the gym or something. And I was like, swear and I still know all the words. Like also that has um feature slash who is um one of the guitar is a guitarist from Guns N' Roses, which is a yeah. opera, like band. So Oh my god, yeah. even song like I actually heard that demo of that song before the album released. Yeah, we heard of there was a few like around this time period. I heard like a couple demos. There was a song of Acorn I heard called Emergency Room. I used to love that song. Me, that was it. That would have fit in with this album, I think. You're gonna be in the emergency room. (laughs) There is when nobody goes. That was such a good song. I think she was planning to release another album before Rated R. Um, like a whole, whole different like vibe, but then obviously whatever happened happened. Don't want to go into it, but yeah. So then she released this, which I I'm so glad she did because honestly, my favorite Rihanna album. And I just want to like mention how much of a hold Firebomb had on both of us. It, it's so <laughs> this is probably that's probably my favorite. I think in terms of like lyrical content and just like this the song, like it's one of my favorite Rihanna songs still to this day. Like. I think it's such a good song. Like this is what I'm saying. A rock album from Rihanna would actually be very warranted and appreciated by myself and Ollie. So, if she ever hears this, Rihanna, you know what to do. I just love how like raw this album was. Like even songs like hard, it's like right, it's beat, beat, beat like a pony. It's just the way she sings like stuff. It's, you can just tell that she was just I don't know. It's just such a good album, in my opinion. Um, and also, Cold Case Love, I, I'm so glad that she performed that on her Diamonds World tour. Um, because I thought, normally, like we said, she doesn't really, she just basically sings the, mostly the same songs, like Umbrella, like her hits, basically. Yeah. So I'm glad that she, like, um, paid homage to, like, that those kind of songs. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't think that she would go back to any of the songs from Rated R, to be honest. Apart from Rude yeah. Boy, because that was number one. I know. That's uh, actually one of my favourite um, songs on the album as well. Cold Case Love. I think such a beautifully written song. Justin Timberlake had hands in that. Um, yeah. He also wrote Rehab. So he's definitely... And that's one of my favourite songs, to be fair. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I agree. I think everything you said about the album really summarises it really well. I don't think there's anything I can really add to that, to be honest with you. I just feel like... It wasn't appreciated at the time. People thought it was a bit too dark. And I remember that she got a lot of flack for the Russian Roulette song because of it, like, hinting towards, like, suicide and yeah, stuff, basically. Because, obviously, Russian Roulette is a game that is somewhat like a game of suicide because you don't know where the bullet is in the, the roulette of the gun barrel or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, good album. I would say, though, that I just didn't... I think, like, in terms of, like, songs, the only thing that made me battle between this album and Loud is the fact that I didn't like the last song. Literally, the last. Oh, song. I didn't really like the last song. Either. The last song, yeah. So, guys, the last song on this album is called the last song. So, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't like it, the last song. Um, but everything else, I pretty much listened to. Still, shout out to stupid, stupid in love. I love that song. My new nickname is you idiot. Oh, oh my god, this album. I just go listen to it now. <laughs> I listen to. I was like, no. Nah. I thought I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, I like this album, but then like. It's only when I heard Rockstar 101, 101 again, like this weekend, I was like, yo, I still know all the words. Like, 
Like and G for uh, like we just oh, I just remember us in yeah. this time period. Like we were in school and I just remember we both loved it so much. Like so Do you know yeah. what I love <clears throat> I loved about Race Star as well? Because you know, I actually just love when like Riri gets like gangster. Yeah. Um and like that comes through in pretty much all the songs on this album, and I think mm-hmm. that's why I like it so much. Um <clears throat> But yeah, that's definitely my number one. I got, we actually have the same top three, which is crazy. I know, but I think that just kind of shows, though, because I think with certain bodies of work, like, when they're just that good, they're just that good. And so yeah. things will, you know, generally be, like, similar, if that makes sense. Because it kind of shows that we kind of have the same... Like, her albums are... We, we kind of ranked in almost a similar way, I would say. Like, except for yeah, my... Yeah. Like, near the bottom. I could have <clears> probably switched <throat> anti with, like... Talk that talk to be fair. Actually, what that means will be lower. And anyway, ignore me. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite interesting that um favorite Rihanna album is her least appreciated. Yeah, it's like underrated. And to be fair, I expected that of you because I feel like when we do like these kind of things, you generally are the one who like goes for the underrated album. So like with Mariah yeah. Carey, you thought Rainbow was her fave. You was yeah. so Rainbow was your fave, which is like maybe one of her underappreciated albums. So mm-hmm. I expect you're the underdog like supporter. So I expected this from you to be honest. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. but even like just saying that, like, even though Ray Star was underappreciated, whatever, it still did so well. Like, that it just did. shows her star power, to be fair. So, yeah, still yeah, yeah. So, yep, that's all you can ask for, you know. So, 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 as a little summary, what would you want to see in album number nine? Oh, um, <clears throat> I think I like. A mixture of songs from Rihanna so like I would uh, take or appreciate um a blend I think that's when Rihanna is at her best so like, something like loud with like something for everybody I don't really like I don't want it to be too serious and too conceptual I just want something fun yeah vibes to like when we were saying that like, for Beyonce we just want her to do fun no more concepts and she heard us she did a fun album something similar what about you yeah, I agree. So I just want to go back to Ray Star for a second because I forgot to mention that. <laughs> is it not enough? No, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to mention the fact that it, out of all her albums, it definitely is the most personable. Personable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what makes it stand out from the rest because, you know, obviously we know what happened after that. So I just wanted to see, maybe that's like a reason why we like it so much as well because we know yeah. like how she felt at that time. It kind of goes, ties in with the whole vibe. Um but yeah, for my album number nine, I agree with you. I want a fun album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, nothing too conceptual. I think from our childhood artists like Beyonce, Ciel, Rihanna, and um, people like that, and Nikki, what we want now, because they've already established their name, they're obviously already legends in their own right. Mm-hmm. But what we want to see is just fun from them, like enjoying music, um, just music that we can listen to like going out or just from day to day rather than just something that you have to think about too much so yeah exactly. nothing too complicated please um but i would say i definitely want to see a more of an island vibe from her as well because i do like her island infused songs yeah definitely i think we like rihanna with when her accent is at full play that works yeah. in favor so like stuff like work um rude boy that's why i like cockiness so much as well say that again that's why i like cockiness so much yeah literally um but yeah that brings us to the end of our Rihanna album ranking. Ooh. Don't know if you guys agree, but let us know. Yes, please. Do. Um, so we're gonna update the playlist, and we're gonna normally we do an old school song and a new school song, but because we're speaking about Rihanna, and I literally just realised we don't have any Rihanna songs on our playlist, which is wild. It's wild. <laughs> um, so we're gonna add 
uh, to Rihanna's songs, and I'll let you take it away. Thank you, friend. Um, I was a bit like confused about what songs to add because I was just like, I wanted to fit in with a playlist as well because she's got so many songs that we could potentially have added. But I'm going to add um, "There's a Fog in My Life" with Jay Status because nice. we mentioned her first album gets played dust, and I think that's a really good song to play to somebody that's never heard her like first album before. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'm a bit conflicted about what to add as well, but since we spoke about it so much, I'm gonna add "Love Song." Ooh. And I think that fits in our playlist more. Definitely. As well. That vibe. Yeah, it's perfect, actually. So, Definitely. yeah, love song and there's a fog in my life. Yes. Um, but anyway, guys, that brings us to the end. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. We want to remind you that we're going to be interviewing Michelle Williams <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> and we're really excited about it. Um, I think it's going, going to do big things for us. And I'm just so excited to just sit down with her and speak to her about I know, honestly. And thank doing. you guys for your questions that you submitted. We really took them all into consideration. Yep. Uh, consideration, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just keep supporting us, guys. We appreciate it. Just give us um, some ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you can. Five stars. If you want to contact us, uh, we have an email address, theratedpodcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on socials at theratedpodcast on all of them. And my personal one is at Olivade. And I'm at Carl CNN. And yeah, we will speak at you next week. Thank you, all Thank you. Bye. Bye.